It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, it's time for combat. Oh! Yeah! Finally. Rolling for initiative is what you do when you're playing RPGs with your friends. And Baron brought a gun to a knife fight. From a holster, I pull a pistol. This is insane. I don't even know how to react to this. I don't want to live in this world. (laughs) What the fuck is that? The investigation drags on with new witnesses. Well, do you know who it is, or are there any leads? No, we don't know who it is. Why are you yelling? Come- <laughs> 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 like we're, not- we're still investigating the murder. We don't know who it is. And old racists. Yeah, it's the dirty orc that Roderick was buddy-buddy with. God damn, that's racist. <laughs> God damn. Be careful. They steal. <laughs> the adventure continues now. Hey everybody, this is Scared, otherwise known as the alter ego of Galabras Finn, the upper-class fish-out-of-water cleric-slash-healer. Thank you for listening to the Glass Cannon podcast. This is a good episode. Uh, We actually fight something, I think, so fans of imaginary violence, this is for you. Uh, If you like us, why not rate and review us on iTunes? Uh, And if you don't like us, why not pretend for a second, just like we do on the podcast? Uh, You can also Twitter us or tweet us at glass cannon pod and ch- check out our Tumblr glass cannon podcast uh, You'll see our character sheets and some pictures of the boards we're using and some musings from myself and my fellow glass Canadians. So uh, thank you very much for listening and enjoy the pod. And it's time for episode three, episode three of the Glass Cannon Podcast. Unless one of these went horribly wrong <laughs> and we had to cut it out, in which case it would be like episode two or one. Or this may never see the light of day. But we're back. I think we should do like a little round table just to remind everyone uh, who is the actor or who's the PC and who's the player. Uh, Joe, who, who, Joe, tell me. Uh my name is Joe O'Brien uh, from metagametheory.com, and I'm playing Lork Iron Tusk, the ranger half-orc. Exactly like that. Do it just like Joe did. Matthew. Hi, I'm Matthew Capodacasa, and I'm playing Gormley Call, the witch. This is Grant Berger. I am playing uh, as Baron, the dwarven gunslinger, and uh, you can check out my work at Nowhere. <laughs> uh, this is Skidmar. I'm playing Galabras Finn, the upper class uh, disaffected healer. Cleric. 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 When last we left our heroes, they had uh, gone to the sanctuary, looked at poor Roderick's naked, dead body, uh, saw his slit wrists. Uh, detected that there was an element of poison within him, and then identified said poison uh, as being oil of Taggett. Hmm. Taggett. <gasps> so, hmm. Taggett, I uh, think... Can I do a... No, sorry, go ahead. Taggett, I, I believe, was the name of one of the detectives in Beverly Hills Cop. Taggart? Yeah. Oh, it was Taggart. Taggart. So it's yeah. not the oil of that cop from Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, let me just check my notes. 
It is not. God damn it. Would that be Axel Foley's Can I do an alchemy check to see what that does? Uh, yeah, sure. Be great. Fumble. I'll do a. The body reaches up and kills you. Can I do a knowledge nature for oil of Taggart? Probably man made, right? I mean, it's a naturally occurring. Sure, sure. Okay. Roll high, roll high. I'll do the same then. Natural 19, 26 for the check. 24 for me. What you, uh, what Lork and Gormley know about Oil of Taggart um, is really all that's important, uh, is that it results only in consciousness, not death. Aha. See, so he was knocked out so they could make it look like a suicide. Yeah, so, that? I mean, it, it's 100% that he did not kill himself. This was a murder. <laughs> he could not kill himself if he was unconscious. We have music that's like, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. So, all right, so. It'd be so, a bummer if you're just investigating a, an actual suicide. It's like, oh, this was sad. And that's the end of the adventure. <laughs> but it, but level one. Let's start so, I imagine oil of Taggart is not something that would be on, like, a knife that cut him, because what's the point? If it doesn't kill you, it just makes you unconscious. It's like a sleeping potion. Where, where did we find the oil on his body? Did we find it on his mouth and his belly? Um, did well, we you, cut him open? It was in his bloodstream. detected the poison in the bloodstream just with a, uh, a very I, high heel check. I smelled it. Slash, you know, detected I could smell it in the, right. the blood. Yeah. So then it was probably ingested. Right. Yeah, there would be no reason for someone to kill someone yeah, with to have a knockout a potion at the same time. We also drank of the same whiskey. Remember, Roderick did not drink. Roderick did not drink. He said, I got stuff I got to deal with, um, but thank you anyway. Yeah. So many episodes ago. So, uh, it's hard to remember. I know. Two weeks ago. Well, you had a a note. um, I did. uh, What's your name? Byron? Byron. Baron. 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 Lord Baron. Baron found a a note um, suggesting that, what was it? Malira? uh, Yeah. It was to Malira, but it suggested that Roderick was investigating something. Um, and the, it was in that the room of the nameless man. In the event that you're just tuning in now, um, there was a murder in uh, True Now, and uh, or a suicide at least it looked at first. And after interrogating the innkeeper, uh, we found out that there was an unnamed man <coughs> who checked in Person. around the same time. Oh yeah, uh, uh, they, she said it was a man. Yes, it did. Um, around the same time mm-hmm. that. Um, Roderick uh, checked in. Made the res- reservation after Roderick made his reservation, but checked in before Roderick checked in. Right. Correct. Hmm. You guys take excellent notes. Yeah. Um, really good work. Uh, so I, I, I don't think that there's much more to discover from the body. I mean, we know he was poisoned and that he was murdered. Right. Can we look uh, at his personal effects? Yes. Yeah, let's go through his effects. Uh, they're back at the Ramble House. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, man, I knew we should have looked. Incredibly inefficient. Uh, let's just take again. a cab. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, there's nothing uh, nothing of import. It's just his clothes. Okay. Is it worth, like, going through this? No, no, I'd, I'd, I'd let you know. It's, it's, right. it's just his clothes. Obviously, he doesn't have his hope knife. Uh, he didn't have anything of value on him, like a handful of gold pieces. All right. Well, this is like, this is totally queer. This is getting queerer and queerer. Um, why don't we blacksmith or long? Yeah, I was thinking the blacksmith. Let's talk, let's, let's have a, let's have a little group round table about what, uh, what you've been asked to look at and what you've discovered just to kind of catch up on the situation. So cursed gave you three leads. What were they? Well, and Kirst is the brother of the deceased. Right. And he said, uh, look, check out, talk to Cham, who's the the, uh, the owner of the inn. Uh, talk to And the, to check out the crime scene itself. Right, to check out the crime scene itself, and then to talk to the half-orc. Brynja. Brynja, that uh, Roderick was seeing on the sly and was his secretly fiance. engaged to. Yeah. His fiancé. His fiancé. Yeah, I like that word. He was engaged to be married to a what must be reasonably attractive half orc. Yeah, um, unusually attractive. As far as half orcs go, what's wrong with being? But we don't much know. We don't much know about where to find her, though, right? I mean, nobody seems to know. Oh no! It, it, nobody knows. Well, presumably, if we talked to Roderick's family, they had a falling out. Maybe we could convince them. No, to I think no. it's. Uh, you Lork, also, Lork refuses to talk to Roderick's father. Even if Lork didn't know uh, the half orcs all in this town, or might recognize her, perhaps Sarah Morninghawk. 
Star? Morning Hawk. Uh, Morning Hawk. Would, Morning might Hawk. know. And she's also uh, the uh, proprietor of the blacksmithy that made the Hope Knife. Right. That was engraved with a weird message to Roderick. And also, Kirst gave you, he told you where to find Brynja. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what was the third thing that Kirst said? That was it. No, he said also. No, he said the body. Patrol Sergeant Omast from. Oh, oh right, right, right. Right of the family. So he said, Ramble House, check out the crime scene, and talk to Cham. Brynja gave you directions to her house and said, you know, you could also seek out Almas Fram, who has been a close personal friend of the family. And then in your uh, investigation of the Ramble House and now the sanctuary, what else have you figured out? Uh, Obviously, you mentioned Sarah Morninghawk. We know Uh, that there was this knife, a new hope knife that Roderick had apparently (laughs) ordered for himself. A Star Wars knife. Um, a new, a new hope <laughs> knife, uh, <laughs> and that it was. We know it was. It was ordered at Sarah Morninghawk's smithy, and we know that a bunch of half orcs checked into the inn, right? Right. And they graffitied the a walls. Week, a week or, or somebody later. did a week, a week or so ago, and then these do we know that they were the ones who graffitoed? Yeah, yeah. 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 You would infer from your yeah from your and, relative and perceptions that it was them, and then you saw the same type of graffiti, graffiti. around town, and it's sort of like a sword and shield, like, like a white sword, right? Kind which of is thing. the sword of uh, Yomadai. Yomadai. It's, it's sort that's of. the closest uh, thing that Galabras can kind of think it relates to. Okay, so I would think that before speaking to Brenya. Brenya we should get as much information as possible to see if there are any holes in her story. I agree with that. So I think we should go speak with the smithy. Agreed. Agreed. I agree. Baron says to the group, uh, let's mosey on down to the smithy, y'all. <laughs> I agree, my countrified friend. Lead on, short stuff. Okay, so you had started your day uh, waking up to this murder scene, and then you kind of spent a few hours um, screwing around uh, kind of investigating the murder, and then you made your way across town to the sanctuary and checked out the body. So now you're trolling uh, through the streets to go um, over to Sarah Morning Hop's Morning Hop. <laughs> it's all those hoppy Coors Lights you're drinking. Sarah Morning Hop. It's a breakfast special at Denny's, I think. <laughs> <laughs> morning Hop. The Morning Hop. Get your day started off right with the Morning Hop at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> She is the owner of Morning Hawk's Fine Steel, but most people know it as Clamor, is the name that the locals call it. Oh, you heading down to Clamor? Tell Sarah I said hi. Clamor? Clamor, Clamor. Yeah. It sounds like a perfume. Like as in ruckus? <laughs> it's, it's just the common name for it. It's like, oh, for the smithy, for the, the whole smithy. place. Yeah, the Smithies, whole place is called Clamor. They're loud. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Would we know if there was more than one smithy that works the the anvils and stuff? Is there a bunch of employees? Or imagine is, we could ask Sarah. Well, it would. I'm I mean, just saying what we know receipt, before there, going in. I the mean, receipt would imply that yes, that's the case. Yes. Because like, there's a space for like which smith did this. Sarah is like the shit, but she has people working under her from time. Apprentices. To time. Apprentices. Um, Parentheses. <laughs> so uh, by now you're you know you're walking there and it's starting to get dusky out, and all of a sudden uh, you hear like, oh fuck, would... feedback. <laughs> Did you guys hear what I just said? I just said a whole sentence. <laughs> I got uh, a problem with the mic, I didn't believe. And you look up and you see three disgusting looking. Young wolves. Ooh, oh, in the middle of town. In the middle of the street as you're walking, and for the first time, guys, roll for initiative. Oh, yeah! Finally, oh. rolling for initiative is what you do when you're playing <laughs> RPGs with your friends. And I rolled poorly as I usually do. <laughs> you guys can position yourself anywhere you want on this uh, this section here. Oh, I don't have a base. Joe, could, base you, could you move me you in there? You need a base, Skid? I'm fine being in line with you. I don't need to be behind. Go, buddy. I would like to be behind. All right. All right, so we're standing. Uh, let's take a picture of this for the Tumblr. Yeah. This would be good for my friends to see. Got these disgusting-looking uh, wolves here. Do they look just, like uh, like diseased or like... Just tired. Roll a, uh, <laughs> roll a perception check. Uh, 17. 
They do, in fact, look diseased, young Lork. Um, All right. Um, Oh, my goodness. We're rolling perception checks. I know. It's like initiatives. playing playing Pathfinder. It's like we're really playing, guys. (laughs) What time of day is it, by the way? Uh, I would say it's about 6.30. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's getting darker out. Um, Okay. Let me roll from my walls. Okay, who's got a, who's over 20? 22. 20, Ooh. Oh, Gormley. Damn. It's that fucking scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, plus four to initiate. Oh, you mean Howie? Scorpion. <laughs> scorpion woman. That's right. We need to know more about Does Howie. Does Howie just like whisper into your ears like, get ready, yeah. There's wolves right over there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Thank say you, anything, Howie. but there's she, a wolf over there. Howie grips the Howie have like a thick Long Island accent? <laughs> hey, uh, don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, don't tell these right, so guys, but uh, Anybody else in the 20s? 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12? 11 for uh, 12, 12 for uh, Lork. 12 for Lork, Iron 11 Tusk. for Baron. Galabras, what'd you get? Five. Oh, Galabras. <laughs> What's your initiative bonus, dude? Uh, zero. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I'll start setting up the after party. Guys, for the first round in your first combat, as a newly formed party of four, Gormley takes the stage. All right. Thank you. Uh, Hexes are move action or standard action? Standard action, I would imagine. So I can do... So I'm going to use Evil Eye on the... uh, This foremost wolf. The foremost wolf. Ah, yes. Evil Eye. It's a DC 13 uh, save. What kind of save are we talking? Are we talking will? Are we talking fortitude? Should Maybe be, a little should reflex? Be a, should be a will save. Yeah, it's a will save. 15. <gasps> Motherfucker. So, so for one round, you take a minus two to your attack roll. That's for if you succeed? On the no, that's if you don't succeed. If, if you succeed on the save, it's for one round. If you didn't succeed, it would be for six rounds. <laughs> oh. So what is it? A oh, minus wow. two to what? Minus two to your attack roll. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Shit. This is why... Uh, Witches are terrifying. Is Witches that, are the tits. Is that minus two to damage too, or just minus two to attack? Just to attack. I can do it again to do it to other stuff. Brutes and goots. You no. can just keep doing that? I can keep doing it. I can't target the same thing. So if I do, I can do an AC, then I can do, you know, I can do attack roll, I can do their saves. Oh, holy shit. Oh, against That's the awesome. same opponent. Against the same opponent. This kid's like, fuck, I should have been a witch. Been but a you fucking f- witch. <laughs> yeah. We should be we four should be witches. a party of witches. <laughs> we should be a coven. <laughs> That's actually... There's like crazy ass bitches. There's just a, like rolling There's a hex down. that's for coven. American oh. Horror Story Season 3 plays Giant Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love for Jessica Lang to come in and join us. <laughs> Up next is Lork. Uh, Lork is going to take his... And long spear and step up and stab at, at one of these cats. Fair enough. So Lorik moved like <laughs> ten feet for those listening. <laughs> he steps. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll step up and then uh, we'll stab the uh, the. And presumably spear. the spear has reach. Uh, it does. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. Uh, let me just let me just check my paper for a first level thing that you're fighting. <laughs> yes, a twenty-two does hit. In fact. Oh, stab it. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. And now, was that the one that he just hexed? No. Or the other dude. Uh, eight points of damage. All right. All right, all right. Next, uh, do you have multiple attacks? Oh, no, wait. Your first level. Baron. Every time I say Baron, I think your name is spelled B-A-R-R-E-N. Yes, my, w- my womb is Baron. He's <laughs> <laughs> not going to be true, just also true. Soon. Uh, am I within 20 feet of the wolf uh, here? Yes. Okay. I, for the first time in town... That's the evil-eyed wolf, I believe. For right? the uh, for the first time in yeah. True Now, I whip one side of my duster aside from my body. <laughs> <laughs> and from a holster, I pull a pistol. Oh, this is I, insane. This is I don't awesome. even know how to react to this. I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I do a fancy whip around my finger. And I point it at the dead-eyed wolf. What is the wolf? Evil-eyed. Evil-eyed wolf. In the background, it goes, He's so fancy. <laughs> you already know. He's gonna shoot the wolf. Ooh. He rolled a 17. I rolled a... <laughs> so it, that is a uh, 21 to hit. Oh, uh, that's so what oh, we... Oh, oh, pardon me. And I meant to say 
I'm going to use the up close and deadly deed. Ah. Explain what that is, Grant. It's up close cool. and deadly <laughs> is a deed which I can use when I spend my grit points. And uh, it's a pistolero uh, ar- archetype, uh, subtype of uh, the gunslinger. And I can deal 1d6 points of extra damage on hit. Um, but if I missed, I could graze the target and deal half the extra damage anyway. Holy shit. How many times a day can you do that? I can do it three times. If I... Uh, uh, so I have to spend a point. Three grit points, points based on wisdom. My wisdom modifier. I will get more as I level up, obviously. And if I critical an enemy, kill an enemy, or I do something really freaking sweet... Uh, that Troy thinks is awesome, I will r- regain a hit point. Or a Hard to please. But this is already pretty that's awesome. Not, that's not what your girlfriend <laughs> told me. I told her to keep her mouth closed. <laughs> also, my... they're engaged. <laughs> oh, okay, so girlfriend until said. you're She's married. She's marrying you? <laughs> no, he meant my girl on the side. <laughs> oh, oh, your mistress. Right. Oh, Does anyone right. have a 1d8? Uh, can I borrow your 1d8? Oh, wait, oh, wait I'm one. sorry, I have one. This is a. Can I borrow your what? Do you have a two D? I've been a I've been a barbarian for so long with like one D twelve and two D six. Like, Looks like somebody uh, didn't bring a D eight to a gunfight. <laughs> oh, oh mother fudger! Uh, so Skit there's spoiler. no there's no bonus to this. Um, Except, but I do seven damage 1D6. and then I do a one D six. I do eleven points of damage. Damn. <laughs> Let's just take a step back and kind of walk through what just happened. <laughs> so uh, Gormley's like, mum, 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 and the, the wolf, this dumb little young wolf, kind of reacts to it, saves, but still gets all fucked up, minus two to attack, and then Lork comes up, Lork smash, boom, hits this guy, nearly kills it, and then <laughs> fucking tiny little gunslinger dwarf, <laughs> kills this wolf. Oh my god. My straight I'm, dead. I regain the grip point I just spent. That's awesome. Fuck it. God, that's awesome. Yeah, so Lork is like, what the fuck was that? Like, he just hears, <laughs> boom! Yeah, we're, like, like, we're all just, like, covering the, our ears. Yeah, like, exactly. Baron looks that? over at the half-orc, who he has misgivings about orcs, uh, which we'll learn about later during Tom Exposition's time. <laughs> um, and he winks at him. <laughs> yeah, oh. he's just like, whoa. And then... Uh, the dwarf just, with no name. Uh, I After he kills the wolf, he blows on the barrel... Does a whip around his finger and places it back in the holster. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, there are two more wolves. <laughs> well, my work is finished. I was the time is off. He puts it at the side of his body, not in his holster. You know, drawing that is a move action. Uh, well, it would have been the dead wolf's turn, but now it's uh, Galabras' turn. Okay, um, I who I am going to use my um, bit of luck ability as a standard action, and touch um, Baron, uh, it will give you, it basically gives you advantage um, on your next d20 roll. So uh, you will roll two 20-sided dice, uh, your next attack, whatever you do, and you take the higher result. Um, luck. As, uh, as Galabras... Good luck, good luck my as, dwarven friend. As Galabras touches uh, Baron, Baron turns to Galabras and says, Much obliged. <laughs> <laughs> Much obliged. Much obliged, partner. Hick, dwarf. Uh, okay. Uh, now it is uh, gross-looking wolf's turn. Uh, the one that um, Lork attacked steps up uh, and goes to bite Lork. So... Uh, 16. Hit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, so... This wolf, you take three points of damage. Um, now roll a fortitude save. Ooh. Uh, 16. Saved this. Saved against whatever disease that thing was trying to do. Yeah, I don't like it. You didn't get fucking... I don't like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna metagame for a second just to let you know. You do not want to get diseased by these things. I can't believe this is the okay. first encounter. It's right. brutal. I'm gonna stay at the back. Uh, and then because it succeeded on the hit, it uh, gets an automatic uh, attempt to trip without an attack of opportunity to knock Lork prone. Uh, remind me what trip is. Like I'm rolling my CMB. CMB. It's against a your combat, CMB. Combat maneuver attack. 
against his combat. Oh, movement. shit. 18. Yeah, it's a hit. So this wolf steps up, bites you. You're able to pull your arm out before its disease gets in you. But shagunk, Lork falls to the ground. You know why? Because he hasn't fucking fought in combat. Yeah, because he's got a bad knee. He's got a bad right knee. He's got a bum knee, especially when it rains the night before. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can always tell. Baron uh, has a deep chuckle and goes, huh, paper pusher. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh man oh man he can't catch a break I'm a gruff ass uh, Lord just sort of like Who's hits the ground that's, uh, that's a barren don't you oh, worry okay. none Lork so now <laughs> the other wolf comes up and goes to bite Baron Baron Von Dwarf <laughs> Baron critical von... threat oh, oh, shit. No. holy snaps did not confirm the crit all right. I was so excited to Let the out. take this crit deck and find out what a natural crit was going to oh, be. Oh, I have a 30 AC, actually. No. <laughs> uh, all right, roll a fortitude save. And you actually, the bit of luck, uh, for this entire round, every time you roll a d20, you roll it twice. Oh, so you can roll it on your frickin', fortitude also. Freaking dope. Um, <laughs> that's a 15. You, you succeeded on the fortitude save. That's Sweet. a 22. You succeeded both times <laughs> right. uh, with a bit of luck. Uh, you take one point of damage, and then uh, it's a 17 to trip you against your CMD. That is a trip. Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy. So these wolves came up, didn't do a lot of damage, didn't do any disease damage, but they did trip Lork, the half-orc ranger, and Baron, the oh, Dwarven Gunslinger. Troy, and for anyone who's unfamiliar with the Ultimate Combat classes, uh, as a Gunslinger with a, an emerging pistol, um, all of my rolls are against Touch AC. Right. That's that is true. So basically what you've learned is always be a Gunslinger when you play Pathfinder. Oh, shit. Round the second. Gormley... Your, fo- your friends are, uh, your allies are on the ground. Drawing my, drawing my crossbow is a move action or a standard action? That's, uh, a, that's a move, move, action. move so action. So I could draw and shoot in this round. Totally. All right, so I'm going to draw my crossbow and shoot at the wolf that tripped Lork. Okay. Ooh, 18. 18 plus 3 is 21. That's a hit. Wow, you guys are rolling good. Yeah, all of a sudden. Nah. We're rolling well. Troy. Yes. I know what I said. Superman does good. <laughs> Go you back to your well. rung. Six points of damage. Nice. Now that's the one. That's the one that I did. already got hit. Yeah, I did yeah. eight points of damage. So Gormley steps up. Got this, guys. Kills that wolf. Oh, oh saved yeah. my life, bro. Nice job. They just high five for people at home. <laughs> <laughs> that's a uh, Lork. You're up. Actually, uh, you're down. Uh, gotta gotta oh, get you up can, to get down. You can stand up. Oh no, you're threatened there, aren't you? I guess I am threatened. Yeah. So um, want to provoke? Get sick. Uh, <laughs> you know, could he like, could he like roll away? Five foot roll? Yeah, like a five foot roll and then stand up and then not do an attack. That's like five rolls, by the way. You only roll like a foot at a time, but I don't want to influence the I mean, this, master. yeah, so this thing trips him. Can I just like roll away and stand up and not provoke and be that my whole action? Almost like, like a, a withdraw a action? Full, like a full withdraw to but just, where stand I just stand up and take five not foot take step. the attack of opportunity? Yes, you can. Okay. Yes. Yeah, sweet. Uh, all right, that's Lork's move. Uh, Baron. Um, Baron on. Baron down. Can I? Baron sh- down. Uh, can I shoot from the ground? You can. You take a. Actually, I don't think you take a minus, right? You take a minus four. Uh, oh yeah, because it's in melee do combat. You, but that's. Uh, do you have to? Don't you have to load your gun? I do, but uh, another treat for the listeners learning about the gunslinger for the first time. Um, I have rapid reload, which changes any reload um, from a standard action to a movement action. Uh, But in addition to that, I'm going to load my gun with a paper alchemical cartridge, which will turn it into a swift action. In this time, however, I will provoke an attack of opportunity. I'm not sure if I should do that or not. I mean, the danger is not the hit point damage. It's that these things are diseased. But you still are going to have... Advantage on your save rolls. Oh, right. The rest of the round, so you get to roll twice. Okay, but, you know. so uh, it's a ballsy move. It's a move that, if successful, could earn one grit. 
I, <laughs> I'm going to do that, and I'm going to use up close and deadly. This is roll one to hit. Uh, just make sure we all know. No, that roll, his. roll twice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's okay, a sorry. that's a thirteen against touch AC. Uh, that is a hit. All right. Uh, so I'm now, gonna. It gets its attack of opportunity against you. Yes. Yes. So let's resolve that, and then you can roll your wolf damage. Uh, Nineteen. That hits. All right. It hits for. Uh, only one damage, but now you get a roll of fortitude save. I don't get bonus to my fortitude save. I just get to roll tw- twice, correct? Right. Yep. That is a 16. Saved, not poisoned. Oh, now, how does the trip work in an attack of opportunity? It hits he's it. already down. Oh, he's already down. Oh, he's already down, right? <laughs> it just trips you further into the ground. Uh, all right, so it attacked you, did one point of damage, but you got a chance to kill it because you did hit. That is a 11 <laughs> points of damage. And the final wolf is dead. Yeah, just like blows his head from right, the fucking right in the head from the ground. <laughs> Guts go everywhere. I say, adios, <laughs> adios, lobos. <laughs> I don't speak your filthy Spanish. <laughs> no, for, uh, no, 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 no. Let's be, let's be clear. I, I say that. I mean, I did. Let's I did be clear. Just say adios. <laughs> let's be clear that I did say that. And Baron is the furthest thing from a racist against anything but orcs. <laughs> so, so uh, um, Lork rolls away, stands up in uh, ten feet away, flanking position with his long spear. All of his years of training, ready to stab through this thing's back as it's focused on, on the dwarf, and then. Its head and brains just blow Boom. into fucking all over your face. Lord's face, and he's like, "Oh, oh my God! What, what in the Baron, fuck are you holding?" Baron looks at uh, Lork and says, "Wolf brains. It's what's for dinner." <laughs> <laughs> and immediately Lork's like, "This Baron dude is getting weirder by the minute. <laughs> he's almost like gormly weird." Baron is giving like Lork a "Don't fuck with me" look. Well, Lork is just asking. What is that horrifying god device that you have in your hand? You're like, Baron. What is magic your, is this? Baron, <laughs> show tor- me your booms. Can I detect magic on those things? <laughs> with a with a great flourish uh, and a great deal of panache as well. Um, Baron whips the pistol around his finger in the air in an intricate motion and puts it back in his holster. After opening up his duster with his opposite hand and then closes the duster again and says. Don't you worry. It'll be known in time. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to over question a man like that. Can so What was rugged. that boomstick? I want to I want to <laughs> yeah. know Gormley wants to know more about this disease look oh, that the wolves uh, had going one on. One second though. Uh, sure. Troy, um, those these are fucking loud. So anyone in town like nearby in any buildings are like what the fuck? Right, like he uh, Like how do you not have to roll a check to not get deafened? <laughs> I'd have to I look got dwarven earplugs. Uh, if you look, those are buildings there along the street, and you can kind of see like people looking out the windows, like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, and I just see you guys standing around three gross-looking wolves that are like <laughs> dying. Uh, uh, I think Gormley wanted to look at the bodies of oh, the wolves. I do want to look at the bodies. I want to know more about this disease. Give me a give me a heal check or a craft alchemy. Uh, I have. I don't have... Oh, I have a heal check. I have a heal check. Uh, I'll roll craft alchemy if he fails. 17 on heal. 17 is enough to know that these animals weren't rabid, as they initially seemed, but had, in fact, been poisoned. Mm. Mm. With oil of... Tiger tiger oil? No, that just makes you unconscious. Can I do an alchemical check on what they were poisoned with? Uh, Yeah, you can. Uh, That's only an eight. Yeah, it's it's just some sort of weird toxin that had made these. Uh, they were like young wolves. They weren't full blown adult wolves. So s- most likely, someone or something uh, had snuck some sort of toxin in them. And Baron licks their open wounds. No, no, don't do that. Is there? <laughs> I advise against no, 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 no. That. Roll three fortitude saves. <laughs> Is there any visible? DC uh, oh, that's stupid. 
<laughs> I was going to say, is there any That's, visible like no. like wounds that they've taken? <laughs> but we just murdered, slaughtered them. And well, let's see. One of them wound. has a spear wound. <laughs> the one of them one. has a bullet wound. <laughs> it's like a murderer. And the other one has no face. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, channel positive energy, which for anybody who doesn't know, I can do it um, at this point five times per day. And it like channels divine positive energy um, to the in a thirty foot radius around me, and um, I can use it to either heal wounds for my friends, or if they're undead, anything that's vulnerable to positive energy, I can use it to damage them. But uh, in this case, I'm gonna use it to try to heal your guys' wounds. I roll a d6 and six points. Oh, so awesome! Everyone's fully healed. Um, that was great. And so yeah, that was also a I great would, description. Yeah. Um, I think we got to remember to do that. I think for people. Who... So, uh, uh, Lork, uh, in the past, being a, uh, a ranger and tracker in his heyday, would like to examine, uh, you know, the tracks to see if he could follow in reverse where these wolves came from, uh, to sort of you know follow their tracks backwards. See if he can follow their. Right. Um, you roll a survival check. Nineteen. Um, Nineteen's a great roll. Uh, you get this. The best you can tell is that they came from outside of the city, um, and then just sort of the tracks get lost, and then you pick them up again right before the attack. Um, 19's good enough to know that they're like they were outside wolves that were brought in and then sent towards you guys. Could I? Oh wait, wait. You mean like uh, there are some human tracks like with the wolf tracks? Uh, y- yes, yes, but not not the ones that are close to you. As you go, right, right, right. They, they were more. sent. Yeah, Troy. Um, is there any way? I know you've already given out this information, so obviously tell me no. But could I buff his role with my survival skill? Uh, you can, and you'll find out the same information. That's like nineteen was good enough. Thanks for that shortcut. <laughs> Just saving everybody time. Great DMing. Although I do love the sound. <laughs> um, uh, congrats on your first combat. Win. Yeah, we were yeah. we're awesome. Nobody got really sick. Nope. Everybody no. got some hits in, even my wolves. So we all had fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we did all have fun. It was very democratic. But uh, unsurprisingly, the gunslinger had the most fun. Because it's the best class ever created. <laughs> you know, I uh, I thought I would add some uh, flavor beyond. I by the, I sound like uh, Anna Gasteyer in that sketch on SNL where they talk about baking right now. You know, I thought, um, but I thought it's I would add some more. NPR. Yeah, very, more flavor than a lot of normal classes. I didn't pick it to be OP or anything like that. Um, Sorry, what is OP? Overpowered. Ah. Um, and I. And by the way, we have a twenty. So um, the way that our characters were built, we didn't roll for each stat. We had a twenty-point buy-in, but with the um, caveat caveat that nothing could be higher than sixteen or lower than seven. So we are not demigods in any given area. But um, I was reading enough guides, you know, just an interest about gunslingers, and a lot of people thought they sucked. It's a very divisive issue. Hmm. Uh, people think they're overpowered. People think they're underpowered. Well, a lot I mean, of, this a lot kind of, of thing is always sorry. This kind of thing is always over time. Right. You know, like in one combat, any sort of individual class can shine and how the die rolls and everything. But over time, and you know, we'll see. I, I'll admit I didn't look closely enough to tell if these comments were during playtesting or if they were done after it was finally balanced. So yeah, um, also inconclusive. I think people are probably a lot of people are probably resistant to the notion of having gunpowder be be an effective tool in a fantasy setting because it was always like in the original Dungeons and Dragons it was always illegal like it just it physically doesn't work so I think um, probably old schoolers like me are like you shouldn't be able to use it um, I, I think it's fine but, so basically uh, Skid so, doesn't want you in the group yeah, so, uh, what I'm saying Grant is, is get out you buff <laughs> no but it is you know that's not always going to be the case that, that, that was a first level encounter right. you know, and you're going to do the same damage you know Three levels from now, and that what I'm, all I'm saying is you'll you'll do great damage, but you won't necessarily get that grit point back immediately that you spent to do that damage. I don't yeah. mean to waste too much time on my character, but um, no, I, should I give exposition towards like why I have guns in this world to make it better? Or should I wait till that appears to the party, Troy? Uh, let, is Tom here? 
Is he? <laughs> Tom Exposition shows up. Like, did he, hey hear, guys, did he uh, hear the gunshot? <laughs> I heard oh, some Those guys shots. probably need to know how those guns work. <laughs> and the, the other question is, should I say really quickly where my character is going to progress to, what I envision him as, or should I just let that develop? I think we'll let it develop naturally okay. through time. Sounds good. Because I kind of like you guys don't really know each other. Uh, you Maybe you guys know of each other, meaning uh, Lork. Yeah, I, yeah Gormley, I know of Gormley. You know yeah. about the weird old witch that shows up and... Uh, yeah, steals babies. Right, right, right. Uh, but you, you know, you're all kind of Casts still hexes on you. You're all kind of still feeling each other out. So over time, you'll get to know when's the right time to share that information. Then we can share it in game. Can I ask one last mechanics question? Sure. Especially since Matt is uh, newer to it. Um, for he prefers Matthew. Yeah, it's Matthew. Oh, I'm so um, goddamn sorry. I don't want someone to tweet. You can. Hey, Matt, really like where Gormley's going. I prefer Grantholomew instead of Grant. So, <laughs> Grantholomew. Know, if you guys could be I a bit more that. formal, um, I just wanted to know. Uh, I think it's a bit faster for for uh, and, and an archetype of gunslinger is bow boss or something like that. You can use a bow instead of guns in case someone like Skid is being a bitch about guns. But um, someone like me. Like skid. Um, I just wanted to know. No what's like you, skid. Is the reload time on a bow because you have to do that as opposed on a crossbow? Is the reload time on that like a standard action? It's a move, move action. Move action. It's a move action. Okay, yeah. and it provokes. Yeah, it's the same. Same. Okay, a lot of the same. Mechanic. It totes provokes. We know that uh, Roderick's father and brother live at the Longhouse, and even though they're grieving still, um, they would probably be open to seeing people late at night who are investigating their son and brother's death. So sure. I suggest we go there. I, that's, I think that's a, that's a good idea. You don't want to talk to his father. We should probably find... guy's a dick. I'll, I'll, don't worry, I'll talk to him. I'll and I think... Oh, we go back. And <laughs> we'll talk to You'll talk to him. Don't mention Brenya. I might just wait outside. <clears throat> and it's getting to be later at night now, or it's getting later in the day, and you guys, it's expected, or it's offered to you to stay at the Ramble House if you decide to go back there. But you want to stop by on the way back to the inn to see Cursed at the Longhouse? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so you get there, you show up at the Longhouse, and Cursed comes down. Hey, guys, uh, how's, how's the investigation going? <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'm sorry, I have some bad news. What? Your brother is dead. <laughs> oh my god, my other brother? <laughs> From another mother. Oh. Um, let's, uh, what do we want to ask him? Do we what we want to tell him, uh, well, oh, okay, all right, yeah. Well, we found in about that we woman's name that uh, the mysterious stranger wrote a note about. We also right. know that or his two. brother wasn't, didn't commit suicide. Yeah, Wait, we can you, confirm his suspicions. Well, how, how do you know? What, what, what did you find out? I detected a, uh, a, a particular type of toxin, um, uh, taggart, ta oil of taggart. Taggart's so, oil? oil? Oil of taggart. Oil of taggart. Um, it renders the victim unconscious, uh, which would have given his uh, killer ample time to uh, simulate a suicide. It seems like someone went to such, such long work to... to create a, a fake murder scene, are you sure? It was long work, yes, I believe it's true. They worked long and hard. Um, well, do you know who it is, or are there any leads? No, we don't know who it is. Why are you yelling? Oh, we <laughs> <laughs> like we're, not, we're still investigating the murder, we don't know who it is. So, so you just came to tell me that you don't know anything? Well, we're going to ask you some questions oh, oh, oh. to try to figure out who did it. We found something in the hotel's ledger. What? Well, what did you guys find? Uh, there was an unnamed man who checked into the hotel shortly before Roderick did. Well, what's so strange about that? We found a note in his room that suggested that your brother was a problem. And that he would be dealt with. He was writing to someone called Malira. Do you know the name? No, no, I've never heard it before. Shocker. <sighs> I'd like to ask you another question that might not be directly related, but a week before, at this inn, a huge heaping amount of half-orcs checked in and left some graffiti behind. Do you have any idea why the town might be visited by that many half-orcs at once? No, but uh, now that you mention it, I did notice a rather large group of 
half-porks running around town, and uh, I don't know if it has any connection to that graffiti you speak of, but uh, there is a considerable amount, and it's all over town. That's what Omast is trying to clean up right now. Is that, is Omast, do you know if he's working now? Is he cleaning now? I, do you know where he is? Rumor has it he's taken to the drink ever since he heard of Roderick's death, so I, 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 he may be working on it this time of night, but I wouldn't put it past him. Hopefully he's at home, sleeping went off. Do you know where he drinks? Uh, no, I, he would probably most likely drink alone, but if he's out there, uh, Working on the graffiti, he could be at the at, at, at the walls. That's uh, one of the places where we've seen one of the giant white swords. All right. Um, do we want to like try to f- find him? Uh, we didn't have anything else to go over with curse uh there was no other information that we found that it's, we wanted to ask him about we could talk about the knife or the receipt we the should receipt. yeah yeah and it's probably not a good time to talk to the father yet nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i show him the receipt and i was like so do you, do you have any idea like what does this mean anything to you does this do you understand this at all because we don't uh, no that's very strange uh Hmm. Is the receipt for the uh, warning knife that Roderick bought for himself? The hope knife, yes. Or hope, hope knife that hope Roderick knife. bought why for would himself. Roderick, why would Roderick purchase a... Wait a minute. Roll a knowledge local check. Roll a, a shitty check. Oh, 18. You know, and you would know, uh, Lork and Gormley to a certain extent, if you rolled high enough, uh, that often, <laughs> often when uh, people in True Now are engaged, they exchange hope knives. Oh. So it was oh. just an engraving. But he was bought. So he was buying. But he had a hope knife on him. So perhaps he already had Brenya's hope knife, and he was going. To, she might have the knife that's engraved on it. What happened when you spoke to Brenya? We haven't. We haven't told her yet. <laughs> Don't judge us, Curse. We're, We're figuring it this. out. We're first level. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I... We're rolling terrible knowledge local checks. <laughs> Get off our back. Well, it's... It's late now. I... Perhaps you should go see her first thing tomorrow. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I wish I could offer more, but that's why I asked you guys to investigate. I, I, I appreciate that you've figured out that he was poisoned and knocked unconscious and this is very disturbing why would Roderick buy a knife for himself but uh, you know I, I'm not good at this I think uh, we should go find Omas see if he's fallen off the wagon or not yeah 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 let's uh, let's go try to find Omast Omast okay yeah so we'll tell Curse like you've been a big help <laughs> or even a real big help. Not as big of a help as if you died and your brother was helping us, <laughs> but still a big help. <laughs> that would have helped everybody. Um, all right, so you guys, it's getting later at night now, and you go down to, uh, Chris says, the best place you could find him is probably down near the South Tower. Uh, so you guys head down there, and <laughs> you see this man who... Uh, has sort of like a, he looks kind of like Tim Curry with a pointed beard and a handlebar mustache. Uh, and he's dangling from the battlements of the tower uh, with a, by a rope tied to his belt, uh, just trying to wash away graffiti. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fantastic image. Yeah. And he's just like, <laughs> dang, he's, he's wasted. Is he wasted? He doesn't look sober. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Yes, we'll we'll call up to him. Oh, must. Oh, must. Oh, must. Oh, man. What's going on, fellas? <laughs> what are you doing up there, oh, must? What are you doing down there, he said. Ha, <laughs> 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 ha. He just starts crying and oh, then laughing God. again. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, must. <laughs> he says his own name <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Omas, come down from there. We've got a few questions for you. Come up here and I have a few answers. Ah. <laughs> Is there a way to get up there? Uh, no, he's he's not making any sense. Yeah. Somebody shoot him down. Can we shoot him down? I can feather fall him to the ground. Yeah, Baron, shoot the rope. Uh, shoot the ropes, so he falls. Uh, I reckon that uh, my ammo might be uh, a little <laughs> bit more useful in the face of death. So perhaps our uh, ranger orc friend, Lork, the French orc, could help us out here. Lork. L apostrophe, orc. Oh, wow, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just pull myself up here. He's like trying to pull himself up. His shirt pulls up over his stomach. His guts hanging out. Hold on. And he gets up and then he just kind of like falls. Featherfall. Featherfall. Oh, okay. What's going on, guys? Are you here to help me clean? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, which of the 12 steps is cleaning graffiti? <laughs> what? Never mind. I, ah, five foot step. <laughs> I grab him by the shoulders. And I smell his breath. Um, do I smell anything in particular? Uh, it reeks of booze. And while he's so close to you, he goes, Be careful. There's a halfy in your group. <laughs> oh, come on, man. And he, like, tilts his head <laughs> towards Lork, and Lork is five feet away. <laughs> and here's the whole Lork thing. just rolls his eyes. I whisker, whisper back and say, I know. Um, but the then greatest I, threat to true now, I tell you. I shake him by his shoulders and I say, get a hold of yourself, man. How can I if you're holding me? <laughs> I let go of him and I hope he falls to the ground. But that's just a hope. <laughs> Poor young Roderick, that magnificent bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do we have any, uh, can we splash some water on his face or something? Uh, g- give him a little slap. Sure. Focus him, sober him up a little sure, bit. Sure, you can. You can. Um, Howie, um, Howie, my scorpion familiar, skitters out of my robes and across onto, uh, onto, um, uh, onto his face. <laughs> Roll an intimidation check <laughs> with Howie, the green stinger scorpion. Do I have to look at Howie's stats for that? Or no, not? you do it. Add your intimidation. You probably don't have any. 13. Uh, that's enough for Omas to be like, ah, ah. he's like laying on his back, looking at the thing. Ah, ah. Guys, 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 come on, we're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> Howie, Howie, uh, it's all right. Howie, scooter, sir. Why, Omas, we're trying. Would you calm down? We're trying to find out what happened to Roderick. Calm down. Oh, Roderick, Roderick, uh, I blame myself. You did it. Take him in. <laughs> <laughs> then you're under arrest. Uh, what are we asking him? Is, is it Melinda? Yeah, what, 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 are, what, are, what is... Let's start with why do you blame yourself, probably. And then go to Malira, maybe. Yeah. Well, he, he knew some specific information that... Uh, oh, about cursed. the graffiti. Right. Yeah. Is oh, that what Kirst told us? And the, what happened at the inn. And those half orcs. And For, Okay. Was he there? No, well, we can ask him. I we mean, can ask him okay. about the half-orcs that arrived and the fact that that was graffiti, too. This uh, graffiti, oh, uh, Omas, is it the half-orcs? Are they doing it? I wouldn't put it past them, Halfy. But you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you what. Those half-orcs, they're ruining this town, and they're not worthy of being a true now and Roderick himself. Hey, hey, come here. I gotta tell you something. <laughs> hey. Hey, come here. Not you, him. Who are you, Not you him. talking to? Who are you talking to? You. <laughs> you. And he, you can tell is he's me? just like... Is it, is it me? He no. could be talking to the scorpion as far as you guys are. <laughs> so he like whispers to the scorpion, Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Howie. Roderick shared a friendship with one of those filthy halfies. And, and he's that crippled oaf who lounges in the sanctuary's bed spouting curses and lies of prophetic dreams. <laughs> then he just weeps. Brynja? Who? Brynja? Why does this thing keep talking to me? He whispers <laughs> to the scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know the name Brynja? Do you know Brynja? No. Hmm. Hmm. Why do you blame yourself? 
because it's a graffiti. I've been cleaning this graffiti, these white swords, or whatever they are, all over town. I've dedicated myself to eradicating them, but they just won't go away. So I'm taking that as a sign. A sign from Roderick that I wasn't there to protect him. That's but neither was that dirty half or Katrezra. Who? What? <laughs> Tim Allen's here. Wow, thanks for joining us, Tim. <laughs> Who is that? That's Who did you just say? Katrezra. Katrez, Katrezra. Yeah, it's the dirty orc that Roderick was buddy-buddy with. I told you, the oaf that lives in the sanctuary. That piece of orc. And you say she's, and you say she's a prophet? He, as far as I know. Well, it's hard to tell. They all look alike to me. You and me both, buddy. You and me both, Tiny. Mm. And uh, where uh, where is this Katrezra? I just said he lives sanctuary. in the sanctuary, as far as I know. So I, of Yomadai? Yeah, of Yomadai. How many so sanctuaries I, are there in town? So I it reminds me, I gotta go clean up the graffiti there, too! So I know, I would probably know this person, having worked at the sanctuary. You've heard the name, but never met him. Okay. Okay. You've definitely heard the name, okay. but never met him. Hmm. Do you have any idea why this graffiti is so hard to wash off? No, but I must scrub. It is my penance. Penance for what? For not being there. That's, Roderick, remember he was murdered? That's confusing. He's the guy that were. These <laughs> <laughs> um, damn white swords and he just kind of like stands, like leans over. And still has the scorpion on him, and he's just scrubbing the wall from the ground with a scorpion on his chest. <laughs> oh, God. Must clean the swords. <laughs> Poor Roderick. <laughs> All right. Uh, take a break, old timer. Um, you take a break. Where are you guys staying tonight? The uh, Ramble House. Well, very well reviewed on Yelp. Yeah. <laughs> Now, at this point, you know Almast, uh, Lork, and you have seen this guy sober for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you're not like close to him, you kind of feel bad for this guy. And you know that he's unfairly blaming himself for this. You kind of probably just need an excuse to start drinking again. Sure. But uh, you do f- take a little pity on him, even though he's never been a friend of yours because of your orkiness. Yeah. Um, but uh, can we, he's uh, in bad shape and he shouldn't be. Can we be see him home? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we Lork, would, Lork would like to see him home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Glad uh, come on, old man. It's time to go home. Had enough. Sleep it off. All time, right. Time to sleep it Don't off. Don't touch me with those hands. That's fine. I'll I'll pick him up. I'll try to like. Thank you, good sir. <laughs> God damn, that's racist. <laughs> God damn. Be careful. They steal. <laughs> Jesus. He says to Galabras. <laughs> Gormley Gor- reaches in and grabs the scorpion back. And whispers, he's a racist. <laughs> Don't ever be like him. Uh, and so you guys can walk back to the Ramble House with Omast, uh, and he's staying nearby. Um, so you do so, and by now it's night, and so you guys going to retire back to the Ramble House? Yeah. Yeah, I we think won't run or run into any more diseased wolves or anything. Yeah, I think we can call it a night and because we got we got work to do. To, uh, at sunup, I yeah. mean, we could also maybe talk to this guy sober and definitely try to talk to Brynja. And we have this now, this new lead with this Katrezna at the, yeah, at the sanctuary. sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. So I think calling it a day and that's a good day of investigation. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Solid day. Yeah. Solid day. All things, all things started with a murder. We should demand free rent from Chan. Um, so do you, you guys all go to bed? Yeah. 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 Okay. Everybody roll a perception check. Ooh, seven. 21. 15. Nine. Lork. I'll just have to let you know what happens next time. Oh, oh God. no.
Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. <laughs> 